Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or just in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks, Miss 305, Miss 915, Miss 956. She's Ashley Pickle. Howdy. Uh, Shippy played some Pitbull and Daddy Yankee last night, and I let everyone in our section know that they were being blessed. Their ears were. Um, oh, okay. Um, yeah, Shippy is uh, Shippy's the man. Shippy is the, the DJ at the Stars game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so today is... <laughs> Thursday. Sorry, I just got a text that I'll tell you about in just a second on the air. Uh, today is Thursday, April 20th, 2023. If you were to shorten today into like a new, like the date numerically, what would it be? Uh, 420. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, it's, uh, let's see, it's uh, 217 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Andy Circus. Do you know who Andy Serkis is? No. He did Gollum for uh uh for for the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, okay, he's just like see. a really really good like uh actor. Oh, okay, I am uh I lean more like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I feel like most people are one or the it. other. Um, but yeah, I never got into Lord of the Rings. It's episode one thousand five hundred and seventy seven. On today's show, folks, we are going to dive into ESPN's uh, way too early projections for college football and what it says about the state of Texas. And back half of the show just opened up. Uh, we were going to have Alice Coach J.R. Castellano on. He just texted me and said that uh, he is unfortunately being pulled into a meeting right oh, now man. by his by the bosses. We well, want to keep everyone employed. Sense. We've all got bosses. Yeah, especially totally he's, he's brand new to Alice. We're not trying to ruffle we'll try any to, feathers we'll in the first week. We'll try to reschedule weeks. with Coach Castellano. Uh, and so we will have a vibes-based second half of this program. <laughs> uh, so if you've got an idea for a topic, if you've ever wanted to program this show, Tell us what you want us to talk Tell about. Tell us what you want us to talk about in the second half. This is a, r- a rare occurrence where, where we'll have a, a vibes we'll have vibes Thursday. Vibes Thursday. Here, uh, we go we transfer from dumb Thursday to vibes Thursday, exactly, which is that's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> so there you go. I, I just I want to be honest. He just texted me and he was like, "Hey, like had something come up. I'm not going to be able to do it." Hey, at least no he texted us. That's I appreciate great. That. Uh, so do we have first four through the door? 
Uh, we sure do. It was Tony Blaylock, Zill0678, Nick Morton, and Just Chad. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, friends. We appreciate your time. It is Thursday, and on Thursday in the offseason, we celebrate dumbness. Dumb Thursday. Texas Football Today is proud to present... Dumb Thursday. Dumb Thursday. We just kind of uh, let our brains have a day off mm-hmm. and talk about something uh, that we, we didn't want to think about. Now, I want to be clear that the people who put together what we're talking about are not dumb, but us talking about it, certainly outside of our depth Yes. Uh, for this. So, uh, it's Dumb Thursday, and today... All right, I'll ask you a question, Pickle, because one of the things that I worry about whenever we put together our, our summer magazine mm-hmm. is we are... Putting it together right now. Yes. We are working on it. We're writing. We're coming up with. Uh, we're, 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 uh, Mike Craven is on the road talking yeah. with every FBS program, tracking down pictures, tra- tracking down <laughs> pictures. We're doing everything right. We're doing all of our preview stuff for the 2023 college football season, right? But the college football season does not start for four more months, right? It doesn't start till August, and yet. We're going to put something on wax. Fundamentally, like we send the magazine to press before Memorial Day. So in May, we are going to have to lock in forever what we think is going to happen in college football. And so my question for you, one of the things that I worry about is, and there's no way getting around it just because of the way that our our magazine operates. How early do you put out predictions, projections, things like that, knowing that that there's a ton of time between now and now and kickoff. And I don't know about you, Pickle, but my feel on the situation is that when we lock in our predictions on you know, on let's just say May 20th, I'll pick a date at random, on May 20th, that feels like the absolute positively earliest I would feel comfortable locking something in and making mm-hmm. a projection. Yeah, that seems right. Because that feels that that feels like there's way too much that can happen between now and then. Yeah, well, and the other thing is, too, at least you have a small... As, as you, you don't put a lot of stock into it, but you have a small sample size of spring ball. Yes. And people are starting to get that football itch back. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, let's yeah. throw something out here. And so with that, ESPN earlier this week put out their football power index rankings okay football power index uh it dives into they use a lot of different things uh measure of team strength meant to be a predictor of teams performance going forward the rest of the season so there are some things that are like power rankings like where are they right now Mm -hmm. and then also but but to be clear the fpi is supposed to be predictive it is supposed to be, these are our predictions, uh, and it represents, uh, you know, they, they base it on a bunch of simulations um, and all that fun stuff. They take into account everything that they've, that they've all the data they got, they put it into a big computer, and it spits out exactly what they think is going to happen this year. Mm-hmm. Pickle, who do you think... Okay. Don't look at the graphic. <laughs> you have queued up. Who do you think is the favorite that ESPN has as the favorite to win the national championship? To win the national to win the national championship, I mean, it's got to be someone. In my mind, it would be someone like a Georgia or an Alabama, just because why would it not be? According to ESPN, Ohio State 
is right. the uh, they have a 36.7% chance of winning the national championship. They are lapping the field. Next up is Alabama. Next up is Georgia. Part of that is certainly that only, like, they think only one of them is going to, like, win the SEC or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, so certainly there's there's a little bit of that in that, you know, Ohio State does look like the favorite of the Big, T- Big Ten. Right. Or, or, yeah, the Big Ten. So they can roll through their conference and Theoretically, basically get yeah, an automatic that they would be, bid yeah, that they, in. Like they are, for example, they are the heaviest favorite to win their conference. Right. They're 71.2. But Pickle, and I'll let you throw up this graphic here in a second. Pickle, Ohio State is the biggest favorite to win their conference. Okay. Who is the second biggest favorite? To win their conference? To win their conference, according to ESPN, on April 20th. I mean, I feel like it would be really close between Georgia and Alabama, but if you wanted to go outside of that and do a more clear-cut TCU or Texas in the Big 12. Go and throw up the graphic. The Texas Longhorns are the biggest, second biggest favorite to win their conference. That's Entering crazy. the 2023 season. Now, look. I mean, it makes sense, but it's I, I, don't, I, I would have now personally look, put more thing. stock in a TCU. Now, look. Here's the thing. They have, and they, and they even come out and do like a whole write-up on it, um, that basically it's like, oh, Texas is back again. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I just always have been so bullish on but that. But the computer <laughs> is really into this. They're really into Texas because they've recruited well mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. Yeah. They bring back quite a bit of production offensively. Like even though they lose Bijan Robinson, Xavier Worthy is back. They do bring back a starting quarterback and Quinn Ewers. Mm-hmm. Make of that what you will. And the other thing about them is that they're in the they're in the Big Twelve, and they feel like they are the big favorite in the Big Twelve. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that for me, I think the thing that about Texas is they probably have the most depth out of almost anyone. Like there's wide receivers that are could go start anywhere else in the Big 12 and they're all crammed into a room between that and then having Arch Manning as a backup quarterback doesn't seem bad. And so as a result, Texas is the fourth highest percent best chance, fourth best chance according to ESPN to make the playoff this year out of every team in the FBS, fourth best. 34.2%. Next up, as far as Texas teams are concerned, is a team that played in the national championship last mm-hmm. year, TCU. 1.2%. Okay? Seriously a huge uh, a huge drop there. Next up, as far as Texas teams, was a bit surprising. Yeah. The Texas Tech Red Raiders. How about that, Joey McGuire? Followed by Texas A&M and at 23, and then Baylor at 25. So there's a few different things to dig into with the, with the FPI. First of all, obviously the headline is going to be that Texas is is the is is you know favored to do that. They predict they project their record to be somewhere around ten and two. Right now they predict Texas to go about ten and two. Um, Pickle, we we talked about Texas being the biggest favorite to win their to uh, the the second biggest favorite to win their conference. Which Texas team do you think ESPN has as this as the next favorite to win their conference. Which Texas team? It's got to be TCU. No. No? Well, uh, how much are they putting... Win their conference. This might surprise you. SMU? SMU. Hey, how about that? See, there we go. The SMU Mustangs. Yeah. They... 
peg them as the best the team to beat in the in the uh in, in the in the American, American, Con- American yeah. with a forty one percent chance of winning their conference. Yeah, the more I thought about it, that's not near as surprising because I think Houston's gonna take a a tumble this next year and I don't think any of the conference USA schools moving over. Well, maybe UTSA. Houston's, remember, Houston's, Houston's going not to the in Big the Twelve. American, oh, right? God. But I wonder, so what was UTSA would UTSA be a, a second favorite to So win? UTSA, I believe is fourth in the American. Really? SMU, followed by Tulane, who did play in the conference in, in, in the college football yeah. or the, the I just uh, thought they would be graduating a little they bit. Are, more. They are graduating. They played in a New Year's six. They bring the New York Six Bowl. Memphis. Ah, see, I don't like that. And then UTSA. I think UTSA, maybe Memphis has some hidden weapons, but I think that UTSA is a much better football team than Memphis. Um, as far as uh, getting to six wins, okay, making making a bowl. Mm-hmm. Here are the teams that it that that uh, te- that the F- FPI thinks have have a let's say greater than sixty percent chance of making a bowl. Okay, Texas. Obviously, because of the way they think about it. SMU. They've got SMU flirting with nine wins. Yeah, I I agree with that. I don't see any negative TCU, there. they've got at eight and four-ish. About eight and four. Okay. Uh, next up on that list, A&M. They've got them at seven and a half and four and a half, which feels exactly right. Exactly right. Seven and five, eight and four feels exactly like where a lot of people have A&M. They tagged. have a lot of layup games every now and like Texas Tech, they basically have the same thing. They have basically the same thing, seven and a half and, uh, and four and a half. Baylor's next around that same kind of seven and a half, four and a half. Same thing with UTSA. They've got they've got an eighty, almost ninety percent chance of, of making the um, getting a uh, bowl eligible. Uh, and then you kind of have a gap, kind of have a gap until you get to North Texas. And North Texas has a sixty six percent chance, they say, of winning six games. Six and two, uh, six point two wins is the is what they they're projecting. Six point two, so it's going to be a razor's edge type thing for uh, for Eric Morris in his first year. Uh, next up on that list, if we keep rolling down. UTEP, they've got them at five and a half wins, less than fifty percent. That's uh, Houston. They do they are very bearish on Houston. Yeah. Five and five point two wins is the projection. That seems right too, to be honest with you. I mean, depending tougher on how conference. much, yeah, tougher conference, and then can Alton McCaskill stay healthy? I think if he can stay healthy, then they can look good. But if not, what do they have? Rice at four point eight, or four uh, Rice at four point eight, Texas State uh, at four point five, uh, and that rounds out the Texas teams, I believe, unless I missed one. I don't think I missed one. Um, they do not have the same. They do not have Sam Houston on here. For what it's worth, they haven't they haven't added them yet because I think they don't have enough data, right? Uh, for, uh, to, because they don't have any FBS data. Um, it's 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 an interesting look. I, I think some of it kind of goes like I think some of it I I agree with. I'm always very nervous to jump on the Texas bandwagon mm-hmm. because of all the time that Texas has spent in the Big Twelve, they've won the conference what three times, four times, maybe. I mean, it, that's the thing. But three, there the computers into them most certainly, um, and so uh, there you have it. An early look at Texas or at, at Texas college footballs. Uh, I mean, the, five the, of the top twenty-five is a pretty darn good five percentage. Five of the top twenty-five. That's huge. I don't. Five. I don't know I if I agree surprise, with Baylor necessarily being there, but I think this, the the biggest surprise for me would be how bullish they are on Tech and Baylor. Um, they've got Tech ranked twenty-second and Baylor ranked twenty-third overall. In the power index, yeah, 
I mean, that's that's big, pretty high price. I think I'm also uh, like not a Texas team, but I'm surprised to see OU as high as ten. I don't mm. know what Venables' yeah. recruiting has looked like this off season, but I mean, after last year, putting them at yeah. ten in anything preseason is surprising. Yeah. Anyway, there it is. Uh, a, t- a look at ESPN's FPI, their Football Power Index. You can find that on ESPN.com. On this. Dumb Thursday. Dumb Thursday. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. I'd like to tell you about our subscription package we just rolled out uh, earlier this week, the Dave Campbells All Access Package. Okay? And this is, I'm comfortable saying, it's the best deal in football. I don't think there's really any doubt. If you're a Texas high school football fan or a Texas college football fan, or both, this is the best deal in, in, in football in, t- in the state of Texas. You get three magazines, the 2023 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the 2023 uh, DCTF Rising Magazine, our recruiting edition, and Dave Campbell's Texas Basketball mailed to you before they hit newsstands, three of them. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com, including our recruiting uh, our recruiting insider information, uh, uh Premium podcasts like Tep and Step, uh, great college football insights from Mike Craven and uh, and Carter Yates and Ishmael Johnson, uh, plus uh, computer projections of every Texas high school football game, computer predi- uh, computer rankings of every Texas high school football team during the season. You get all that. And you get access to TexanLive.com. Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming platform, wherein we've got more than 1,300 high school events during the course of the year, so you get access to that those all for the low, low price. I mean that of forty nine ninety five for the year. Forty nine ninety five for the year. That's about half of what you'll pay to subscribe for almost any other digital resource. And by the way, you get magazines on top of it. Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football All Access subscriber. Uh, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Makes a great gift as well. Father's Day is right around the corner. My dad texted me last night and I had not talk to him about anything about this all access package and he said dctf all access subscription slaps with value with like a strong arm emoji i was slaps like with value if lp says it slaps you know then it That's slaps we're, we're just gonna start telling people dave campbell's all access it, it slaps. slaps with value <laughs> now a word from our friends at vcr now Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support. VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. 
Back here on Texas Football Today, we were, if you're just joining us, we were supposed to have uh, Alice Coach J.R. Castellano uh, on, but he got pulled into a meeting, and we want him to keep his job. So we are not going to be like, Coach, no, we're calling you. You better answer the phone. Um, so here we are in a vibes-based second uh, second segment of this show. Um, one thing to keep in one thing I want to I want to bring up: uh, State seven on seven uh, state qualifying tournaments start this weekend. There is, I believe, Steps got it up there um, on TexasFootball.com. He's got his SQT picks. Uh, there's the uh, there's only one this week. It's Melissa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa is, is uh, there's an SQT, but then they kind of keep on rolling throughout. It's the course. crazy. So We're already to SQT season. We are. We are absolutely. Uh, and so, and and one thing I'm very interested in. We talked with Greg Powers about this a little bit, but because of the new rules in the NCAA, when we go to state um, seven on seven in College Station this year. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys are going to be like those guys who just finished their sophomore year now going to be juniors they're going to be able to be contacted by um schools by schools yeah for about like a, a week or so a yeah week, week so I'm, I'm very interested to see what kind of uh intel greg powers can pull together yeah because usually i mean when he goes down there he's getting he's pulling aside student mm-hmm. athletes and he's bringing them over there and it's always where are you leaning what mm-hmm. are you hearing now it's going to be like all right who, who spill have the you beans. heard from yeah exactly yeah how who have you heard have from? you not have you heard from have you not heard from, the, my favorite questions he, he always asks is there anybody who you haven't heard from that you would like to hear from yes so oh that's yeah. big that's 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 and, and we'll actually be able to to get that kind of stuff there on for texasfootball.com uh, you guys have a uh women talking football coming up right we do at two at two o'clock okay mm-hmm. women talking football yep. uh go subscribe to the republic of football podcast feed uh, with all of the podcasts we got there's a new tep and step up mm-hmm. um in which um matt step and i uh, talk through a lot of the uh, latest uh, coaching changes as well as we play buy or sell with matt step nice um so go check that out on texasfootball.com i got a whole I, I gotta be honest i was planning on talking with coach castiano today and i just I have something, or we can wrap it. That's Let's go to Ashford Pickle with something. Um, we talk a lot about high school mascots. What about college mascot? What's your favorite college mascot? Like literal person in suit. Oh. And what's the worst one? So I'm a big fan of the Western Kentucky. I was Topper. just fixing to say that his name is Big Red. Big Red. I'm a I'm a Homer. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for Truman the Tiger. You like Truman? The Mizzou, the Mizzou, the Mizzou Tiger is very good because he's got he's got. I think every every mascot has their bits, and his is swinging the tail. Yeah, always gonna be fired up. I'm like, yeah, swing that tail, Truman. Uh, Mike the Tiger from LSU is fantastic. I worked with Mike a lot at the Final Four. Mike was really good. Mike the Tiger. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also just like that they called him Mike. Like yeah, Jim, Jim the Bear. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of any others that really stand out. So there's a list here, and it's like the top 25 cutest and top 25 ugliest mascot. Oh. And uh, Truman the Tiger ranks ninth on the cutest mascot. He's cutie. Um, He's a cutie Otto the Orange from Syracuse. The top three in both lists. The cutest one is number one, Otto the Orange from Syracuse. Otto mm. the Orange is a fantastic name. I'm Good glad name. they went with Probably, alliteration. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oregon, the Duck. Yeah, his That's name is his just name. the Duck. Yeah, oh, by the way, um, so... Let me make sure I get this right because there's a weird thing. So the Oregon Duck, um, he used to be named. Um, he used to have a name. Um, do you know what his name used to be? No. Oh no, that's please that's tell wrong. me it was like Quackers. No. So they had this is this. I'm sorry, this is wrong. So he is just called the Oregon Duck. 
He's called the duck. The duck. Okay. Yeah. He is based on an actual live duck that they had as their mascot in the twenties. Oh, really? Whose name was Puddles? Oh, amazing! So good. Pitch perfect name for a for a live duck. Uh, yeah. Puddles the duck. Puddles then, yeah, is fantastic. It, 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 and then they were like, probably shouldn't have a live duck. Yeah. Like what live ducks? Live ducks hard like. Ugga at Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's like different because it's like it's a dog. Yeah. And dogs are domesticated. Yes. It's hard to domesticate a duck. You can't put a duck on a leash. All right. I'm going to trust you on that. Um, and then coming in third on the cutest, they have uh, Brutus from Ohio State. Fine. Um, ugliest. Overrated. The, the list on the ugliest mascots. Let's see. Uh, coming in at number one, Bevo. Okay, time out. Bevo or Hook'em? It says Bevo. Because Hook'em is different than Hook'em Bevo. is the uh, is the mascot, mascot suit. suit. Yep. I had a friend who was who was Hook'em. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did. That's cool. Uh, and now she works for she works for the Chicago Bulls, and she's like the mascot coordinator for the Bulls. That rules. That's awesome. I, you've told me that Shout before. I think. Um, yeah. Well, you can't identify her. Yeah, she's not the she's not the mascot, mascot. anymore. So yeah. yeah, she's just the the uh, uh, the manager. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I mean Vanderbilt, Mister Commodore. Yeah, that thing was got the big stovepipe hat. Yeah, and then um, they said coming in third was the Stanford tree. So would Ooh, I you think like, I'm out on that. I think I disagree. I, I like see, I like the tree, and I like Bevo. I, I, I do Bevo's, too. I think Bevo's unique. Yes. Like, is he is he. <laughs> Is he much to look at? Maybe not. But like, I just, I love, I, I, I just love the idea of like, we're going to have a big ass longhorn on our sideline. Yeah. In the end zone next to a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> There's what a lot of go wrong? going on. Um, so that's, uh, Ooh, this, you know what? The Stanford trees but here's were my favorite one in NCAA. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when you, you, when you could mascot. play as the mascot, I loved playing as the trees because it's just a bunch of trees running so around. So here's the other thing. If we're counting... Um, if we're counting live mascots, which it sounds like with Bevo we are. Yeah. How is Reveille not in the top five? Yeah. Reveille is adorable. It's a really pretty dog. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Like, uh, like, regardless of whether or not you're an A and M fan or not, you can you can just look at that dog and be like, that's a pretty dog. Mm-hmm. Shout out Reveille. So to wrap this all up from a Texas standpoint, there are three Texas teams on this list. One of them is in the cute mascots, mm-hmm. and that is Red Raider from Texas Tech. I do like Raider Red. Mm-hmm. Or Raider yeah, Raider Red's Red. Fun. My bad. Like Yosemite Sam's got guns. Yep. <laughs> my dad is real tight with Raider Red because my dad's an admissions. What a brag. <laughs> my dad's an admissions counselor, so like when they schedule a lot of things, they'll have Raider Red come out to them. What a brag. Um. So yeah, my that dad rules. and Raider Red. Because then there's another thing if you want to consider like not necessarily like a live mascot, but technically. Texas Tech has one too because they have uh, what's what's her face uh, the the girl that runs rides out rider. on the yeah the so I mean technically they've got like the yeah. hook'em bevo situation mm-hmm. even though it's a human and a horse rather mm-hmm. than um, so okay that's the only Texas team that's on the cute mascot list um, the ugly one bevo came in at number one and then I am offended by this because I love Super Frog 
They put Super Frog yeah, that's, as that's, a, that's a as nine. List. I like Super Frog. Super Frog rules. Like Super Frog is cute. Super Frog is as cute as you can make it a horn frog. Yeah, because if you've was, seen a horn frog, they're not cute. I mean, they're super small, but they're not cute. No, there's. Um, I think they did a great job with Super Frog. I, I don't I like, like that. Frog. I disagree with that. What's the name of the um the the um is a Scrappy? Yes, North Scrappy. Texas, See, North I Texas love Eagle. Scrappy. Um, Scrappy's fantastic. I have been Scrappy before. Um, yeah, it was. Does uh, that suit smell? Oh yeah. Yeah, because there's gotta be no good way I to have, wash it. I have some off-air stories about <laughs> mascot right. suits, um, but I will say down in the athletic center of UNT, underneath the staircase, because there's doors that you can get out behind it. It sounds weird, but underneath the staircase, they used to have the old UNT mascot suit when the mascot was not Scrappy. It was Epi. E-P-P-Y, that mm-hmm. is the absolute single-handed, most terrifying mascot suit you will ever see in your life. Like, I was walking by one time as an intern and, like, audibly gasped. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Twitter page called Epi's Ghost, and it is very well warranted. So, I'll, I'll throw this out there. Speaking of avia, avian mascots, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so uh, Auburn's got the War Eagle which mm-hmm. rules because oh, it, fly, yeah. it flies over and like flies in. it's like a, you have a flyover at your own at every game of like an eagle, eagle. Like, that's badass um are you familiar with the saint joseph's hawk Mm-mm. okay it's a saint joseph's uh, which is up in i want to say philadelphia yeah philadelphia nailed it saint joseph's um they had a run there where they were really good at basketball like in the early 2000s i mm-hmm. want to say anyway they have a hawk and the, the the university's motto is the hawk will never die. And it represents the motto because it will flap its wings nonstop throughout every basketball game. The entire duration, including halftime. Holy cow. It has to do this the whole time. Has to flap its wings. The actual human in the suit? The human in the suit. Oh, my. He has to do it. Uh... It, there was a uh, there. There's a it, yeah. It's 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 a big deal. Anyway, That's crazy. But yeah, can you imagine like the upper body strength that you've got to have? Yeah. Um, it was named the, uh, the Sports Illustrated uh, best mascot of the 20th century. That's um, crazy. But yeah, the Saint the Saint Joe the Saint Joe's hawk has to like flap, flap its, its flap its wings the entire time, which like a college basketball game from tip from tip to tail. Two hours usually. Two hours. Yeah. I mean, you're. Gotta be honest, like your 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 shoulders, yeah, and your well, triceps. And it's one thing to even think about doing it just with your own body weight. Like the suits are kind, they can be pretty heavy, and I'm assuming that there's an actual wing underneath that. Like that's that's some LBs, Jeez, you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Sh- shout out to St. Joseph's Hawk. Yeah. Um, look at us. We killed an entire segment. Yeah. Uh, don't clip this and put it on YouTube. We don't need to clip it. <laughs> Uh, now I want to clip uh, it and put it on YouTube. Uh, I guess final thoughts is WTF 2 o'clock, right? Yeah, WTF at 2. We're, we're um, having a big debate about who the GOAT coaches are, so mm-hmm. come join. Mm-hmm. So go check that out. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper, Vince Young. Please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for Helpful Honda Mailback Friday on Texas Football Today.